Ladies and gentlemen, the following podcast is set for one episode. Your host from Columbus, Ohio, is Michael Kirk. Welcome to the Outlaw Mudcast. Hello and welcome to the Outlaw Mudcast, your digital audio dirt sheet for all things Super Show. This is the last show before Origins Game Fair 2022. The game fair is going to run from Wednesday, June 8th through Sunday, June 12th. Five days of gaming. Let me talk about all the news I have surrounding Origins Game Fair. Number one, COVID-19 policy. In order to attend the convention, you must be fully vaccinated as the convention defines it. Fully vaccinated is two doses of the Moderna or Pfizer vaccine or one dose of the Johnson & Johnson vaccine. You must have taken your final dose by May 24th. There is also, and I reported on this last week, I'll report on a little more now, a possible exemption to this vaccine policy. I know there is a religious exemption. There might be other types. But in order to qualify for this exemption, you have to reach out to Gamma.org. That's the organization that hosts Origins Game Affair. I believe Cynthia Tuck is the main contact. I've also been told John Stacy is a contact you can reach out to. Just their emails are the first name period, last name, at gamma.org. From what I understand from my sources, if you reach out, they approve you. You must have a medically administered COVID test within 72 hours of the start of the convention. So between the time this show comes out and the start of Origins, you have to have taken a COVID test. You must test negative. Then you will present that result when you arrive at Origins Game Fair and then go through badge process of normal. Those are the two processes that you have to follow as part of the COVID-19 vaccination policy for Origins Game Fair. Now, for those of you who are vaccinated, you must present either your vaccination card or a photo of the vaccination card when you arrive on-site when you're there physically. So make sure you have that when you go to pick your badge up. And you cannot pick your badge up for somebody else. You can't pick a badge up for a family member, for example. You personally must be there to get your badge because you must personally present your vaccination card, either a photo or the actual physical card, or if you got the exemption, you must present the results of the medically administered COVID test. Home tests, rapid tests don't count, must be a medically administered COVID test. In addition, there is a mandatory mask policy. There was some confusion because they had the mask policy. They lifted it and then they reestablished it. Now, last time I looked, they had not updated the Origins Game Fair website to show that the mask requirement had been reinstated. 
It's on their Facebook discussion group, the official Origins Game Fair Facebook discussion group. And it was an email sent out to people who signed up for Origins with the option to get a refund if you wanted to at that time. It's just not on the website. But you must wear a mask in every, essentially, convention-exclusive area of Origins Game Fair. Meaning, if you have to show your badge to get into the area, you have to be wearing a mask as well. In the common areas, in the hallways outside the you know convention halls, in the convention center, you don't have to wear a mask. In the food court, you don't have to wear a mask. When you're getting your badge or at the help desk or any place like that, picking up your program, those areas are common areas. It's only the places that you have to actually physically show your badge to get in. Those are the places you also have to wear a mask. That's the COVID-19 policy at Oregon's Game Fair. Just want to get that out there because that's important. Remember that you have to have your COVID vaccination card, a photo. Please take that before you leave. Do not forget that. Or if you're on an exemption, have your medically administered COVID-19 test results to be able to present. Now, from what I understand, they're going to give you a wristband if you meet those requirements. Like that's how they're going to know that you officially, you know, are vaccinated or, you know, exemption with the COVID test. They'll give you a wristband. I don't know if this is a wristband you have to get every day or if it's once that they're going to have you wear for 5 days. I don't know how it's going to work if it's going to be one of those Real flimsy paper wristbands. I mean, those things are going to get wet from people washing their hands. They're going to get dirty. So I don't know if it's something you have to get every day. Or if it'll be a little nicer, one you can take on and off, a little rubber. I think that would be better. But that's the, uh, that's the COVID policy as far as I know. So just make sure you bring your proof of vaccination or test. If you got the exemption. As far as SRG Universe is concerned. On the last episode of Talk of the Universe. They talked about a number of the products. That are going to be releasing. At Origins Game Fair. There are going to be two bundles. Together they are $140. Going from memory. I believe one bundle is a new competitor bundle. The other is going to be for cards. I want to say the card one's around 40 which means the other bundle's 100 Could be wrong on the prices, but if you buy both bundles together, you're going to get an alternate art, I believe, Phenomenal One card. I believe it's Phenomenal One rather than Wooly Bully. It's hard to tell. There's so many of those cards out there. But going from memory, I believe it's a Phenomenal One. There's also going to be a con-exclusive Alien Invader releasing at the convention. If you buy it early enough, if you're one of the first ones to buy it while supplies last, they have both an Alien Invader die and a copy of the skill requirement card boot. This is the same card as put some respect on it. Exact same text, exact same number, exact same skill requirement. Just one is an alt art, alt name version, Alien Invader specific called there are also going to be some new skill requirement cards releasing, and these skill requirement cards 
will revolve around guests. They announced on the last episode of Talk of the Universe there are going to be three sets of guests at Origins Game Fair for SRG Universe. Jessica Havoc, many of you may know from Impact Wrestling. Young, Dumb, and Broke, who've been part of New South Pro Wrestling. The current LFF Tag Team Champions. And Anastasia Morningstar. I'm not too familiar with her. She is an independent wrestler. From what I saw, doing a quick biographical search of her, she's trained by Amazing Red, who is one of the oldest independent wrestling competitors in the game. She's going to have a competitor set releasing at Origins Game Fair. There's actually going to be two versions of it, a horizontal art and a vertical art. I believe the vertical is convention exclusive. The horizontal is available on the website. Pretty much all of these items are going to be releasing at the convention and available on the website. Now, they've said that what's releasing on the website releases on Thursday, but the convention opens Wednesday, and that would include, based on the past, an SRG area where not only can you play, but you can you know, buy cards. I don't know if these convention things are going to release on Wednesday as well as Thursday, if you're on site, if they release a day early, I don't know. What I can tell you for sure is that they are releasing on Thursday on Supershowthegame.com. Now, let's talk about the guests again. Jessica Havoc, Young, Dumb, and Broke, and Anastasia Morningstar. They did not announce what members of Young, Dumb, and Broke will be there. If it'll be Jordan Oliver... Ellis Taylor, Charlie Tiger, if it's the fourth one that's currently not in the game, whose name I don't recall, I don't know. I know that all four of them were in the art for the skill requirement card that's coming out featuring them. Only three have competitor sets in the game. They did not say if the fourth member of Young, Dumb, and Broke is going to get his own competitor set and if that's coming out. And we don't know what combination of Young, Dumb, and Broke will be on hand. The other thing we don't know about these guests, and I reached out to SRG Universe to try to find out about this, there is no schedule for the guests at Origins Game Fair. There is no time or date announced as to when they will be there. And per SRG Universe, they will not release a schedule prior to Origins Game Fair. The only way we will know if a guest has arrived is when they actually physically get to the convention, SRG Universe will make a post on the SRG Super Show Facebook discussion group and perhaps other social medias. They will release that information once that guest arrives. So, for example, in the case of Jessica Havoc, she might come Thursday. She might come Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Wednesday. Who knows? She might come morning. She might come night. She might be there for four hours. She might be there for you know, an hour. She might be there for five minutes. That's probably extreme. But we will have no idea when any of the guests are showing up. We don't know what their availability will be for any kind of autograph signing or anything like that. So 
if you want to get something from Young, Dumb, and Broke or Jessica Havoc signed, make sure you have on your person what you want to have signed for the whole convention or at least until they show up and you get it. Because there is no telling when these people are going to show up and when they're going to be available. I am not happy with that because, look, people want to be able to plan. They want to know, hey, when do I have to bring the merchandise I want to have signed to the hall? They don't want to drag that around with them all day long. They also don't want to be in a situation where they signed up for a game and it turns out while they're off playing this game they signed up for that, oh, so-and-so dropped in and now they might miss a certain guest because they were doing something they wanted to do, which they could have perhaps rescheduled had they known what time the guest was going to be there. But the guest shows up and maybe they miss out. I hope that's not the case, but that's a thing you're just going to have to watch out for because there is no information on when the guests are going to be there, and we will not know. Per SRG Universe, this is official, we will not know when the guests are going to be there until they're actually in the building. Other things about Origins, there are supposed to be you know, championship matches taking place. I've seen no date and time about those. All we know about tournaments are what's been officially published. We know that there's going to be three learn-to-play new player events. Those are on the Origins Game Fair website. We know there is an Underworld Tournament Thursday night, a Tag Team Tournament Friday night, and the World Heavyweight Tournament Saturday night. Those are on the Origins Game Fair website. There's also going to be a series of tournaments Thursday, Friday, and Saturday afternoon starting at 2 p.m. Those aren't on the website. You do earn points for playing in those tournaments, and those points add up throughout the three days. How that's going to be applied to pricing and whatnot, not 100% sure yet. This is a new thing they're trying out. If you're interested, that's not on the website, not on Origins Game Fair website, but it is something they're organizing. And then, will there be a Tornado Tag Team Tournament? Maybe. Will there be a Trios Tournament? Maybe. We don't know. Nothing has been announced officially. If those happen, those might just be impromptu tournaments. So if you're interested in playing those, just have your decks ready and I guess just be on the lookout for them, you know, announcing them impromptu. I don't like that. I don't like the impromptu tournaments like that. I think that can definitely cause some pitfalls. But that may be a thing that happens at Origins Game Fair. So if you're interested in playing those tournaments, just be on the lookout for that. They didn't mention it on this last episode of Talk of the Universe, but they had mentioned the full art deck should be releasing at Origins this week as well. I'm going to guess probably the same time everything else releases. This includes the new competitor Flyboy. I have some questions about Flyboy. I will probably try to sit down with Bob Dunn and perhaps Steve Resk as well and ask these questions about Flyboy to get some rulings about the way Flyboy works, because I'm concerned how Flyboy works in relation to a card like Cornbread from the Crowd. I'll give you that news when I have it. That, I believe, is going to do it for all the Origins Game Fair news. 
There's going to be a bunch of new releases. I want to say, based on the prices I heard, around three to four hundred dollars if you wanted to get everything coming out this week. Remember your vaccination card, photo. Remember if you want to have something signed by the guest, make sure you have it with you because who knows when the guests will show up. That is going to do it for the Origins Game Fair news. CCC, match number two in the second round of the 2021 Create a Competitor competition has concluded. It looks like there were some issues with when the match started, so I don't know how that affected participation. On the Facebook discussion group, I only saw 56 comments. That doesn't mean 56 people voted because you could comment up to four times. Hashtag, meme, gif, or video. So that could be as little as 14 people voting. I believe it's more than that. I did not look at Instagram or Twitter. But based on what I saw on Facebook, it looks like of the two competitors, Lauren Santiago and Moonstar, Lauren Santiago will be moving on to round three. That's unconfirmed, but that's just based on a cursory glance. It looks like she received the most votes on Facebook, and so I'm going to assume she won and she's moving on to round three again. That is unofficial until they announce, presumably on the next episode of Talk of the Universe. Now, I do not know if they're going to kick off match number three this Wednesday. I don't even know if they're going to have a talk of the universe. They might with the people who aren't going to be at Origins Game Fair, or they might skip it. I don't know. But I'm not sure if they're going to actually have match number three, the period to promo and hype kick off during Origins Game Fair. To me, that would seem to be a disadvantage if, say, you're at Origins Game Fair and that's also the week you're supposed to start promoing. It might be an advantage, but either way, I think if it were me, I would skip this week and then announce Match 3 next week. Announce who it's going to be, just take a break, take Origins Weekend off because it's too much. That being said, I don't know what they're going to do. They might announce it. They might not. We'll just have to wait and see. That's the CCC news. Featured matches from this past week. Those kicked off Monday night. They had a Monday night match card. Two matches on the card. The first, the trash man, Neil Nealon, versus the great Kerhausen. The trash man playing as the trash man. Kerhausen playing as Danhausen. They squared off in a standard singles match that went to crowd meter two, with the winner being the trash man. From what I understand, as a result of winning this match, the trash man becomes the next number one contender for the Midwest Coast Championship. I could be wrong there, but that's what I understand. That gives him a shot at the Midwest Coast Championship. Later on Monday night, the LFF Trio's belt is on the line. The corrugated cardboard villain, the champion with the first triumvirate, faces his newest challenger, Rowdy Ron, playing as Think Tank. 
this match ends up going all the way to crowd meter five. And Rowdy Ron with a schoolboy, which I know a lot of people were surprised about. At crowd meter five in the trios match, I believe at crowd meter five under the current rules, it's a plus 12 to the finish roll at crowd meter five. The schoolboy does have a minus, does decrease your finish roll, but it only decreases it by nine. So you are essentially getting a net plus three at crowd meter five for the schoolboy. Rowdy Ron plays the schoolboy at crowd meter five and rolls high enough to where the corrugated cardboard villain cannot kick out, and Rowdy Ron is the new LFF Trios champion. Congratulations to him. Think Tank holds the belt, I think, for the first time. That was Monday night. Wednesday night, the Underworld Championship was on the line. The champion, the Candyman, playing as herself, takes on the challenger, John Poverino, playing as Press 1P. John Poverino looking to become the first ever Grand Slam champion to win the five major championships in the Legendary Fighting Federation. He's already been the World Heavyweight Champion, a Tag Team Champion, a Tornado Tag Team Champion, and a Trios Champion. All he needed was the Underworld. He won his last shot at the Underworld Championship. However, because he won via disqualification, he did not become the champion. He gets his second shot. That match was against then-champion Alcimentresca. This match against current champion Candyman. Very short match, only a few turns. And at crowd meter zero, John Polverino successfully gets the pinfall. He is the new LFF Underworld Champion and becomes the first ever LFF Grand Slam Champion. Congratulations to the player of the era, John Polverino. Thursday night. This is kind of a grudge match. We see the Nightmare King take on the Screaming Danchi. I don't know if the American Nightmare title is on the line. That is to say the right to call yourself the American Nightmare. The Nightmare King has been branding himself as the American Nightmare King as of late. But he faces off against Screaming Danchi. The Nightmare King playing as the brand new competitor, Nightmare King which is going to be releasing to the general public at Origins Game Fair. He takes on Screaming Danchi playing as Ra Ra Perry. The match goes to Crowd Meter 2. In the end, the winner, the Nightmare King. Congratulations to the Nightmare King for his victory. After the match, Candyman, who was in Screaming Danchi's corner, challenges the Nightmare King and Hold the Line Harry who is currently in the corner of the Nightmare King, to a tag team match. Nightmare King and Hold Line Harry versus Candyman and Screaming Danch. When will that match take place? No date or time has been announced, but look for that match to happen at some point in the future. The final featured match I have from this week, Saturday night, three belts are on the line. The Oracle, who is the champion of the Midwest Coast. She's the Midwest Coast champion. She's also the Rust Belt's inner belt champion, and she's one half of the CCW tag team champions. She takes on Big Jim Bias in a match with every belt on the line. Oracle as Oracle, 
versus Jim Bias as Jim Bias. Oracle getting to use all three championship belts in the match. This is a match that goes all the way to crowd meter three. The crowd meter going up twice because of stops that raise the crowd meter when they stop the finish. The winner at crowd meter three, new champion Jim Bias. Jim Bias in one match takes three championships. Congratulations to Jim Bias on becoming the Midwest Coast champion, the Rust Belt Interbelt champion, and becoming one of the two tag team members to hold the CCW Tag Team Championship. I believe Split is the other half of that tag team. So Jim Bias is the champion with Split in the CCW. I could be wrong there, but I believe that's the case. That, as of right now, is going to do it for featured matches for this week. I will get back to you about that later because there is a caveat to that. Let's talk about the online tournaments from this past week. We'll start with Monday night. Monday night, Chibi Boss Fights. This is the Chibi and Boss holding a joint event. Ten players, two groups of five. Top two from each group advanced. The top four end up being in fourth place, playing as Young Dumb and Broke's Jordan Oliver. Prince Butters in third place, playing as the hypnotist, Hans Mesmer, Loudmouth, Leo, Larynx. The finalists were the cannoli as Donation and Chris Pate as the wreck, with the winner of Monday Night Boss Fights being Chris Pate with Wreck. Congratulations to Chris Pate. As far as I know, this is his second victory in a tournament with the wreck. That was Monday night. Thursday night, we have Chibi's Thursday night fights. There were 20 players in this tournament, four groups, five players per group. Top two from each group advanced into the top cut. In the quarterfinal round, all the matches played were standard matches, but the crowd meter started at crowd meter one. In the semifinal round, all the matches were cage matches, steel cage matches. And in the finals, as well as in the third place match, the main event stipulation was used. The top four were in fourth place, playing as Okada, Alec Ventresca. In third place, playing as Danny Limelight, Brian Lee. The finalists were Bob Dunn playing as new competitor, debuting at Origins, Flyboy, and the Grump Danny Thunder, playing as Press 1P, the new Underworld champion competitor. The winner of Chibi's Thursday Night Fights, the Grump Danny Thunder. Congratulations to the Grump for winning another event. Friday night, there's a boss pop-up event. 16 players in this event. Four groups of four, top two from each group advanced. In the top cut, we have Ring of Fire stipulation in the quarterfinal round, Steel Cage stipulation in the semifinal round, and then Summoning Circle is the stipulation in the finals. I don't know what Summoning Circle is. I'm looking forward to seeing what that is. That looks like a new stipulation. The boss is either going to put out or he's experimenting with. But that was a stipulation 
use Friday night. The two semifinalists from this event that round out the top four were Chris Pate as Jacob Fatu and the Shogun as Jay White. The finalists here were Mark Perry playing as the Alien Invader, the new Alien Invader, the one debuting at Origins Game Fair, and Matt Haas playing as the Masked Lung. The winner of the Friday Night Boss Pop-Up event is Matt Haas with the Masked Llama. Congratulations to him. Congratulations to all of the winners from this past week. Now, let me get back to the thing I mentioned earlier. There are two things that I want to talk about, two events. One was the Nerdvana event that was supposed to take place today, Sunday, June 5th, as I'm recording this, where the winner would be the next contender for the LFF Tri-State Championship. That event was postponed. I don't know the new date or time. As far as I know, that has not yet been determined. But that event was postponed. The other thing is this. From what I understand, they are currently working on putting a match card together for Sunday Night Fights the night of June 5th as I'm recording this. The last I heard, there has been no update on this. If there is an update, then I will do what I normally do in that case when I come back during the editing process and make an update. You'll hear a little white noise, and then I will put in the new information. If you do not hear that noise, then you can rest assured Sunday Night Fights did not happen. With that being said, that is going to do it for this week's episode of the Outlaw Mudcast. I would say, as far as future events go, look for something Monday night. Look for Dojo Tuesday night. And Chibi may still host Chibi's Thursday Night Fights on Thursday. We'll just have to see. But I would not be shocked if there aren't a lot of online events because Origins Game Fair will be going on this week. I will be reporting on it on next week's episode, all the fallout from the upcoming Origins Game Fair. I look forward to giving you that, but for now, the show is over. I'd like to thank all of you for listening, and good day.